Yay! Woo! You're listening to scary stories from Camp Roanoke. No, there was no rhythm there. Sorry. Uh, You're listening to scary stories (laughs) from Camp Roanoke. This is a podcast where we Ah. tell each other true scary stories. My name is Katie Wiggins. I'm Morgan Driscoll. Yes, and today we have a wonderfully terrifying tale for you, or so I should hope and assume, because Morgan will be telling it. I will. And researching this, I was so sure you had already talked about it, because it seems like something you would research and talk about. But you told me we haven't talked about inns, so... I don't think I've talked about an inn. Have Have I talked about an inn? Of the ancient ram inn? Yes, I have heard, I have, I know about the ancient okay. Ram's Head Inn, okay. and we have talked about it, but we never did a full episode on it. Okay. I'm really, I'm interested, because I know about the fluffy-headed weirdo that lives there. That's aggressive. Oh I know no. about. <laughs> no, yeah, I literally was like, how am I going to describe him? And this is what I came up with. He's like a retired member of Aerosmith, and they gave him one jacket from the tour to take home. And oh. he never stops wearing it. That's, like, the vibe I'm getting from him. He's, like, a he retired like a... roadie from Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. That guy did not get any stage time. <laughs> True. <laughs> that guy was rapping chords. Oh, but, uh, yeah. But people but don't... he was uh, loving it. <laughs> but people don't... If they don't know about <laughs> what we're about to talk about, this is an obnoxious conversation. So let's dive in <laughs> so, they, so they have some context. <clears throat> okay. So it is... In a small town called Watton under Edge, England. And for some reason, Watton means place and clearing on edge of forest. Okay. Which is a mouthful. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I was sick this week and I lost my voice and it recently came back. So, woohoo. But I'm really pushing it. So this is why I sound like this. Um, the Ram Inn was built in 1142. So she's old. And there's a church... Were you understanding the relationship between the inn and the church? No, I, I'm, I'm unaware of, of such a relationship. Because they, <laughs> they said there's a, a church that has connecting steps. I don't know if it's next door or if they actually connect. But like right next to it is a church called okay. St. Mary's that was built in 940. God. Yeah. Old. You never get this with American hauntings. No. I mean, when the date could also be mistaken for a time of day, then you're probably in England. Ah, I love it. The The Ram even had a side, build, a side building that housed masons. Like, it's so okay. old and historical. And then you're expecting all this rich culture and this, like, educated, proper person to tell you about it. And then you get the owner, John Humphreys. I'm not saying he's not educated. He's just a very casual guy. He's edgy. He's edgy. If he's not educated, he's edgy. <laughs> <laughs> he lives there. He, he's, he's a lot. He's got the fluffy hair. Orange, I believe it was. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um, he sleeps in this really small room before you get in the actual inn, like the, mm-hmm. the rooms where the inn is. He's got like a, like a side, those beds that are just like one small side kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's got this really bulbous Bible next to his bedside. It looks like literally it had water damage and it expanded, but mm-hmm. he like kept on, he kept on to it and mm-hmm. he keeps it on the side of his bed because there is this incubus that he believes is physically and sexually assaulting him in the night. Right. And he flashes the Bible and says, Lord, get rid of it, please. And it goes away in a flash. He's so casual with everything he says. He's like, yeah, and then I just ask it to leave. And then it goes. Yes. <laughs> also, I am I watched this on um, Ghost Adventures. Right, but I've this was, <laughs> But this was season two, where they, still, where they weren't exactly what they are today. Yes. So it was, Zach was wearing baggy pants. Yeah. Oh, well, I thought he was always, I thought he still wears baggy pants. Does I thought he? his shirts have only gotten tighter. Oh, But true, his pants true. still just like waft from his <laughs> ass down to the ground and there's no tightening to be seen or heard of. I don't think he was we wearing any jewelry. never know what his legs look like. Maybe in he's... early, early ghost adventures, there's no gel in his hair, I swear to God. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing like 
uh, pastel like just button like, downs. Yeah, that's what he was just wearing a black shirt. He just like looked like a person. This was mm-hmm. pre black wardrobe, and then it just like went off the rails. But this might have been on the cusp because it was like later season two, so they were still the Ghost Adventures. I don't. I make fun of him, but not as much as now. But he was wearing all black, so I think mm-hmm. he was getting there. No glasses. Mm-hmm. I think he- Skechers should just like like black Skechers should just sponsor paranormal television because like that is all like people that are bringing out equipment and the guy in the cutaway that's explaining what a k2 meter is like that should be who they're sponsored by because i've never seen any of them wear anything other than where's the ridiculous black t-shirts and like black sketchers why can't they Where's the fashion? I don't know. They can find access to another fucking dimension, but they can't access a goddamn gap. That's the real scary story here. There was no fashion to be found. <laughs> the EVP did not show any fashion. <laughs> <coughs> so when they're interviewing the owner, the crew feels like they're not invited, which of course they're not. They're typically not invited where they're going. <laughs> Um, the owner also says he's been yanked out of bed by his ankles before. He's got some, like, the National Enquirer-looking newspaper articles on his wall where there's, like, a really iffy picture of a spirit, like, a big white orb that he took mm-hmm. in the in the area. And they said it's the center of Britain's most haunted locations. And I don't know if they actually geographically looked that up, but... I'll, I'll, I'll give it that it's old and haunted, so we'll we'll go with that. Yeah, I mean, all of England is old and haunted. Like, how, how can Why are you, you saying it's like the center? A center. Also, in the way England is shaped. Yeah, I was like, I that, mean, that sounds it's so nice, small, it could but... just very well be the center just yeah. by accident. I mean, it's like, what do you... It's all haunted. Yeah, it sounds believable enough that people wouldn't question it, but, but I did. I did indeed. So... He, they interviewed his daughter briefly, who's an adult now, but she lived in the house as a child, and she wasn't told it was haunted when she was growing up. It was her and her brother and her mom and her father. Pictures would fall off the wall. Things would move around, but you'd never see them move, or you'd never move them yourself. Mm-hmm. And the, the only way she learned that it was haunted was that people that stayed for the bed and breakfast would jump out of the windows in the middle of the <laughs> night. And they still have broken windows with trash bags over them at the inn. I don't know if people stay anymore. That wasn't clear. That feels like that needs some unpacking. People jump out of the windows in the middle of the night? Because it's too much haunting that they need to escape. Why not the stairs? Or the door? It's all haunted, man. (laughs) What the fuck? Every inch of it. Yeah, it's very... um, that's her first clue that it's haunted? Isn't that a lot? Wouldn't you just think people were... Crazy? Yeah, suicidal. I mean, but how tall must this place be? Like 14 it's not that feet tall. above the ground? That's yeah, true. I mean, they're probably fine. You but could still... jump and then be fine. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. and then That's um, insane. Eventually, her mother packed up, took the kids, and left the husband and he Zach kind of wanted to see if it was because of the hauntings uh-huh. but he didn't th- this is old Zach he didn't want to be rude <laughs> and be like so did your wife leave you because of you or because of the house um, how he will evolve and grow <laughs> yeah it's fun to see this progression I want to find this- the moment you know the moment he switches fully <laughs> um doesn't if i'm not mistaken the old man who lives there didn't he just like tip backwards whenever zach like knocked on the door and was greeted by him and then zach had to go like no 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 oh my god <laughs> pull him backwards <laughs> yeah i think that that's what happened and that i like had i think when i tried to watch that episode a long time ago i was just like i can't get past this this shit's crazy yeah he just like he was just like mm-hmm. oh, hello and then just like fell backwards I, this man, this man kills me. 
Did you watch the whole episode or did you stop after I, that? This was years and years ago. Okay. I don't think okay. I watched the whole episode. Good. So this guy believes in ley lines, which mm-hmm. of course he does. And ley lines, I don't know the full facts, but it, there are these like energy lines mm-hmm. underneath the ground. And when they intersect, crazy shit happens and it's like a hub for ghosts. Yeah. Pretty much. And he had a <clears throat> he had a really old map of the area, and there was a ley line that went through Stonehenge, like right through the middle, mm-hmm. and into the hotel or the inn. And right under the inn was an intersection of two mm-hmm. or three ley lines. So they went to Stonehenge, I re- and they tried to talk to. They were like, "I know there's ley lines under here. Maybe this will be the start of our stuff." And nothing happened. But they got to see Stonehenge. So that was cool. What a fun trip for them. Yeah. They were probably like, let's get some footage. We just want to (laughs) go. So I think it's cool that it's like connected in a way to the inn. But it's so old. Why wouldn't it be connected to Stonehenge? Also, England is so small. Yeah, I I think it was a brief drive. (laughs) They could walk. So, So there's a couple rooms to focus on in this house there's the witch's room which after doing the walkthrough there's two floors to the witch's room and they think there's a witch in this room that she's very aggressive and a man who was staying in the room took a picture of the room from the outside of the inn and he caught a woman's face Mm -hmm. and you could kind of see the face when they were showing the picture and then he went in the room with some friends and he got scratched with three scratch marks on his face, okay. which, of course, Zach says is a mocking of the Trinity. Been there, done right. that, bro. Bro. <laughs> this is when they started saying bro a lot, like a lot. So I think this is the transitional period. <laughs> there's a, a room called, well, there's not a room. It's the Pagan Burial Ground room where ah. they were moving some stuff. They were, like, taking down a wall and moving it or something. And they found a bunch of children's graves and some old chopped up like dagger pieces that a museum. Whoa. Yeah, that like a, one of their museums like took in and was like, these are legit, really old daggers. Hell they, yeah. So they are thinking that kids were murdered there as a sacrifice. Well, they may have been sacrificed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, they may not even have been necessarily anti-sacrifice. Back then, people mm. sacrificed kids or people just because like they had really bad crop yields and a really rough winter and so they thought that they could appease the gods by making a blood offering and then they would either like draw straws or like who got the short straw was just like oh, fucking toast yeah so i mean they they might have may have been aware that that was going to be how they ended up they i don't think they were like grabbed and then like beheaded on the top of a stone pyramid we leave that to the Aztecs. <laughs> I feel like quality of life back in those days might not have been ideal. I think you might be onto something. So you might have gotten a cough and been like, well, I'm going tomorrow anyway. They wouldn't have wanted to sacrifice someone sick. Mm-hmm. They would have wanted to sacrifice someone oh, true. He didn't very healthy and the in their prime so that they would give something like mm-hmm. worthwhile. Damn. Yeah, so if you got passed over for sacrifice, that might actually be a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> the gods don't even want me. So, yeah. <laughs> and, like, when you're in this room, they barely took off the floor. Like, you could, it's not even, like, a full step down a set, like, a, a staircase, how mm-hmm. deep they went to find, like, the daggers. Uh-huh. Like, it's so shallow in the, the floor that they found this, so if they really did some excavating, they could probably find a lot of shit. So there's okay. stuff like there's stuff right there, like it's okay. right under the floor, and there's a barn inside of the inn. It's all kind of hard to picture. So there's this room where there's graves, and there's like an indoor barn. I think it might be a storage room, and they call it a barn. Okay. And in this room. A kid has been levitated. Like a, a visitor kid was levitated a couple inches and he stood there for like six seconds and then he was thrown against the wall. 
Nice. <laughs> so I think maybe there's something about maybe. children. <laughs> maybe there's something going on. I, I think, think there's something queer there. Something How doesn't seem right. <laughs> something about this isn't right. <laughs> I'm not convinced, though. <laughs> a child just slammed against a wall in front of you. Hmm. Hmm. Tell me Maybe. if I'm wrong, but does this place have sort of a strange vibe? <laughs> yeah. Does this feel weird to you? Maybe I'm just overthinking it. Yeah, so I think... Maybe there's something about a kid and maybe wanting to take it for a sacrifice kind of thing. Vibe mm. going on. Or they just hate kids, which I don't blame them. Or it's easy mm. prey. Mm. All valid. Um, I would say that probably if there is something there, we probably don't, because they never use mediums, That's because Zach is gifted in his own way. Harsh, harsh quotations. But like, <laughs> uh, I feel like it would probably be something that they don't, they aren't even vaguely aware of. Like a former resident who mm. has nothing to do with anything they've been talking about, who's just really angry or yeah. upset like i don't like, think this is my house get out yeah or it, it i mean if there's one thing that i've learned from watching rescue mediums apart from <laughs> that i want to retire with those women and that <laughs> my life will be all right <laughs> is that a lot of times people will have horrible experiences and and they'll assume that it is the worst of the worst and they'll mm-hmm. assume that it's like demonic or, or that it's uh, super malevolent. And then when the spirits actually get addressed, they're just someone who like experienced like extreme tragedy in their life and they can't mm-hmm. move forward. And then they just are trying to make everyone understand how upset and traumatized they were. And then once they kind of get, once they handle that, they can move forward. So I don't know. It's, it's like colored my perspective on like really negative things. And it's made me be like, well, we don't know. Like that could have been like someone who like lost a bunch of kids and then is just like really fucking angry. Like we have no idea. That's true. That happens a lot. If this guy has lived here for that many years and it was demonic. He would have killed himself by yeah. now. Like, there yeah. would be, like, this fucking guy is, like, the match for, like, <laughs> evil. Like, like, he could I be like... tipped over with a breath. <laughs> He's very fragile. He's a I... very fragile. <laughs> I like to think that he thinks of himself as, like, the owner of the Stanley Hotel. Like, his own kind of Stanley Hotel, you know? Yeah. Except like for he's... it's, like, a tiny, practically dirt floor in somewhere in England. And he thinks there's a ghost trying to have sex with him. I just, I, don't know I, if it would. I just struggle. <laughs> I just struggle with this one. Yeah, that's, but that's the hardest thing to believe. I'll believe the levitation <laughs> all day, every day. I believe that a child was lifted off the ground easier and than I would believe you- that someone would want to like sexually take advantage of this like fluffy headed old man. But that's maybe aggressive, and maybe he's got a lot of wiles that we are thus mm-hmm. unaware of. But I'm going to go forward thinking he does not. My problem is, why wouldn't he seek out a medium? I think, is he trying to, like, does he love being around these ghosts? Does he like the thrill of saying, I live with ghosts? Does he want to be attached to the spirits? Like Maybe, but honestly, I don't understand. Is it monetary? I, I, I can't imagine someone with what he's describing being able to just tolerate it like he talks about it in such a nonchalant yeah i'm used to it fred bat type like oh yeah Mm. really dark stuff yeah yeah it's pretty so i just call on god and then he just say be gone goodbye yeah like like, i like that doesn't just like work no with like real super intense shit like doesn't just work so I, i i don't know Thus ambivalent. I have to stop saying thus. Someone's going to fucking throw a brick through their fucking earbuds. (laughs) I have to stop. Although he did call the crew idiots, so I'll give him that. Oh, bless him. (laughs) Suddenly I see him in a different light. I want to believe him. It does want to have sex with him. Now I understand. (laughs) He's a man about town. What a catch. I believe it. He's young. They're robbing the... They're literally robbing the cradle. They're robbing the coffin. He is so old. 
But they're so, older. So tell me about... Okay, so there's another room called the Bishop's Room. The Bishop's Room is probably the most terrifying to me. It's very red, very small. There's a mm. kneeler in front of, like, a fireplace. Ugh. There's gargoyles. There's crosses. Okay. Nice. It's very old religious feeling, which obviously it's the, the bishop's room. But the owner said he saw a loose brick and they like show where it is in like the mm-hmm. fireplace area and he pulled it and he found some devil worship tools. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what they are. He mentioned something about cloven hooves, which yeah, cloven hooves are like bad in the Bible and if it's like a goat with the cloven hoof, that's like a sign of the devil. You're not supposed to, like, eat the flesh yeah. or something with the cloven hoof. Well, yeah, but that was actually to, like, not get, like, trichomodosis. Trichomodosis. No. There's a trichomodosis. There's a, there's a disease you can mm. get from animals mm. that have cloven feet because they mm. can get an infection from said cloven hoof. So that's mm. why the Bible is like, don't eat pork, don't eat this, because it's like, it could literally be dangerous to you. But oh. now, because we've like eradicated that oh. infection in those animals, it's okay to eat them. Jewish people are, who are kosher and who stick with that are just like, nah, I'm still not going to eat pork. But that's where that comes from. Mm. It's like a safety hazard oh, wow. thing and also goats are just like just look in the eyes of a goat that thing's like ah, god didn't make you i don't know <laughs> i feel like the goats have always been here before yeah, any t- the any goats have been here people. before us all yeah i don't love a goat i don't love a goat i do love a goat though i like a I baby don't. goat mm, baby goats are cute and then the moment they get older they get these weird neck nobules and then they just stare with these like horizontal pupils uh, the face you can't i can't look at them anywhere it's I an affront to god it's, and i'm not a man of religion <laughs> i agree a hundred percent but i don't know what he was talking about having this be related to goats or cloven hooves it looks kind <laughs> of like a horseshoe but he wasn't sure what it came from or what it was but for some reason, he knew it was devil worship. Okay, well then, how do so, we know it's? So it's it could just be a weird. horseshoe. I mean, people used to use horseshoes as good but, luck charms. But it wasn't a horseshoe. I don't know what it was. What was it? I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, if he's... now I'm. I got all jazzed up for like <laughs> a jar of hair, and now I'm like, fuck. Assuming, or if he I like, I think that's a pretty hard assumption. But also, just... why would you hide shit behind a brick wall in a religious room? Plenty of reasons. That's not sexual. <laughs> hey, I could think of at least one reason that isn't sexual, but the rest, yes. No, I. What the fuck do you mean sexual? I don't no, know if you're hiding sex stuff, How? or what? drugs, or alcohol. Drugs or alcohol? This was the past, baby. Everybody did that out in the but dirt this is streets. The bishop's room. It was the past. The bishops literally just were bishops because they could, they probably were the second son and couldn't inherit their father's land. So they were like, mm. fuck it. I want power in another avenue. But also, how old are these objects? I want them to get them, a, not appraised, but looked into by a professional. Yeah. But I don't Take think them to that Pawn type. Stars. Mmm. <laughs> yep. This is about 800 AD, like, I'll devil give you worship a nickel. object. <laughs> That's the best you're gonna do for me. <laughs> I love that show. So allegedly, ten people were possessed in the bishop's room, and they had to go get exorcisms at the church near next door, nearby. Question mark. Oh, God, what a busy day for the church. I know, getting some some customers, and when they were, I think they do tours of the inn because it mm-hmm. seems like there's always groups of people looking at the rooms. There was a young girl, and she got pushed onto the bed, because there's, like, two beds very close together in the bishop's room, and she mm-hmm. was pushed onto the bed, and people are assuming it's the, the incubus or the witch. But the incubus ain't got nothing to do with a lady. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know. That would be a Something's just mad. Incubus? I can't remember. The people do see dark shadows move okay. out of this room. Okay. So they're doing this, like, walkthrough, and their audio just randomly goes crazy. And the minute it goes crazy, so does the owner. And he's, like, (laughs) clenching his... (laughs) He's, like... Nope, nope, (laughs) nope. 
He's like clenching his fists and says, there's somebody trying to get on. It's going through me. It's going through me. And he's lifting his head and they're, Zach's actually like tending to him and is like, are you okay? Are you okay? What's going on? And he's like, it's going through me. And he keeps asking, who are you? Who are you? So it looks like something's inside of him. And then Zach, like, after he, like, goes to help him, he's close to his face. And then Zach goes, ah, and he holds his head. And he's like, I got a really bad headache just now. And that was, like, the minute he got the headache was when the owner, like, kind of, he was kind of scrunched up and his eyes were closed. And they, like, opened his eyes. And then Zach Mm -hmm. got the headache. Very movie-like. It was a lot of fun. But they actually stopped the walkthrough so this guy could feel better. Mm-hmm. Which was very respectful of them. I feel like the new Ghost Adventures would take full advantage of this. <laughs> so I'm gonna give them props. But this guy says that this hasn't happened in the 40 years of him living here. So it's really weird. But is this the first time in 40 years there's been a, a television camera in front of him? I feel like he loves press. Yeah. I feel like there's definitely stuff here, but he bothers me because anyone who owns a place like this and tours it and has all these, like, tabloid prints right over his bed. And then it's going to have, like, a possession, like, in front of you. It's like, that's... Okay. I do think there's stuff going on because it's so old. But they might just be pissed at him, honestly. That's maybe true. But get ready to actually be angry. Oh, wow. (laughs) Novel emotion for me. Let's do it. I'm pretty sure they didn't say which room it was in, so I was trying to look. I think it's either the witch's room or the pagan burial ground room. Nice. They get a witch. They call her a witch. Wait, they get like a a human woman? A human human woman witch. Okay, okay. Nice. (laughs) And she opens the circle they're lighting black candles. They've got daggers, incense. Okay. But she refuses to do anything else. She's opened the circle, and then she steps back and says, like, bless me. Let them do their thing. Mm. And she starts it, and Zach's got the dagger, and he's supposed to say something that, like, offers himself up as a gift. Like, she opened the floor to say, okay, now I've promised them that you're giving them a gift and it's you, so you have to go through with this. You're already in the circle. It's already open. And they were all like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I kind of, maybe we shouldn't do this, bro. I don't know, bro. And Zach was like, no, we're doing this. We're doing this, bro. We got to do this. God. And Aaron was like, you're forcing me to do this. I'm letting the, the world know you're forcing me. He's like, I'm not forcing you. And she took the dagger away from Zach and was like, you're not yourself right now. And so they pussyfooted around for a while. About whether they should do this or not, even though the circle's already open, and they were like, "I guess, I guess we're doing it." Stupid. So why? Uh, it gets better. Zach lays on. He lays on the floor. <laughs> right in the middle of the circle, Zach's laying on the floor, mm-hmm. and the camera angle of him is just so entertaining. He's got these like wide eyes. And he hears jingling. So did you guys hear that? Y'all heard that. Y'all heard that. They're like, we did not. We did not hear that. And he won't believe them. He's saying, y'all heard that. No, we did not. <laughs> Don't force that on me. I didn't hear that. And then um, he gets real weird. And he's like, Aaron, you look really weird to me. You oh look really God. weird now. <laughs> and he feels like something's taking over him. And he's getting all wide-eyed and like crazy. And then it's a really small room, so he's taking up the whole floor, pretty much. He's taking up the floor. The witch is in the corner of the room, like, trying to protect herself from all this shit, but watching with a lot of entertainment. And then everyone else is filming it. And then there's this fireplace, like, right at his feet. And everyone hears, like, this animal growl coming from the fireplace. And they record it on their little audio. That was really creepy. But, um, he feels a tingling in his legs. I think he even said, um, like, in my thigh. And she's like, yep, that's the incubus. That's where she'd want to be. Um, we don't, don't know that. Yourself. Oh, my God. Don't flatter. But they said she's in. I don't think it's the incubus, but I think you're definitely opening yourself up to whatever wants to come through. And that's stupid. Because you don't know what's there. 
That's really true. And you don't want to piss off what could be there in dormant. I think just in general, you don't want to enter into a place that you know is really energetically charged and like really negative and then just be yeah. like, I offer myself as a gift. Like, like if what the there fuck? There were histories like, of pagan rituals, sacrifices, possibly a witch. Why would you open up all this shit that could be? Yeah, I feel like it's insulting. Well, it's it's like masochistic, like it, it, mm. Zach always likes to put himself in positions where he can like martyr himself weirdly, mm. mm-hmm. and then he like goes into these like vague like trance states, and he's just yeah. like, oh, I, I touched Annabelle's foot. Oh no, like oh. what was I doing? Oh. That wasn't me. Oh. And it's like, but it was. But you did. It. <laughs> but you did. <laughs> so all these things of like, I feel mm. tingly. You look really weird right now. Like it's I don't like, know. I don't like think this it's is all make someone look weird to you. This is all stuff that if you lay down in a haunted place, like yeah, it's because you could down conv- you could <laughs> convince yourself that yeah. you were feeling literally all of this, like anywhere. Oh yeah. If you yeah. were just like had that awareness, I don't know. Yeah, he bo- it bothered me that they even did this. <laughs> and then he gets up. They've got like really hard goosebumps. Like every oh, it's a like, bro goosebumps, goop, bro bro Zoom goosebumps. In on the goosebumps bro. But it was actually kind of gross. It was like Audi belly button, like hard goosebumps. Yuck! And you could see their breath when they were talking. After uh-huh. they had opened the circle and they were really cold, they heard scratching sounds and like a creature. Aaron felt a pressure in his eyes that I'm very familiar with my sinuses. So maybe he should take an Allegra and get over it. Um, Called out. So they've opened a door, possibly. Mm -hmm. So we're almost at the lockdown. They um, talk with the owner's grandson briefly, who's heard noises one time when he was staying at the place with his friends. And they followed the noises, and he says that he very clearly saw what he thought was the incubus on the stairs. What is that? Why is everyone so sure that it's an incubus? I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, why are you... If he, he the owner said that there are so many ghosts you can't count them all, and that it is a host, more than a ghost, that there are so many spirits here. That why would you right. assume everything is the incubus? Yeah, I think everybody just likes to think that a demon wants to have sex with them. And I'm not. I'm not. No. 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 Ha! <laughs> <sighs> so now we're gonna do the lockdown. This is when the owner calls them idiots. And he nice. leaves the be- and he starts to go in with them. They're like, "No, sir, we we're not doing this with you. <laughs> You're not part of the lockdown." So it's wait. Time- why does he call them idiots? Because they're going in the house alone at night. Oh, and he thought he'd get to be part of it. Well, he called them idiots before that, but oh, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> He's just like y'all are stupid for doing this, but have fun. Enjoy yourself. D- well, if you can handle it and he's got the constitution of a feather, then I think these these guys will be fine. If he was actually being sexually assaulted by a spirit, he would probably be bruised? I think he probably the like, wind would bruise him. Move? Yeah, I don't know. Like, go somewhere? Where that's yeah. Happen? Whatever. He lost his whole family because of it. Or maybe himself, I don't know. The jury's still out. I think it definitely played a role. Um, okay, so it's 10 p.m. We're starting the lockdown in the owner's bedroom where there's a camera. And Zach's like, he goes to bed at 10. I'm going to lay in his room, in his bed, and see if any incubus tries to have sex with me or anything happens. And um, everyone else leaves. And I don't think Zach thought he was going to be alone. <laughs> so he's, <laughs> it was all so short. He's laying in this room in the bed and there's a camera facing him. And you do hear, like, tearing sounds behind the camera, like something's unplugging something. Mm-hmm. And he immediately gets up, checks it, nothing's happening, nothing's there, so he leaves. Like, he's already like, no, um, um, I'm not gonna be in this room anymore, there's other rooms to get to. Damn! Yeah, so stuff was making sounds, and he immediately booked it. Nice. As a true investigator would do. So. As a man of science. <laughs> He leaves, they start the lockdown, they Mm -hmm. go into the real inn. Zach, 
I start in the the room with all the graves and the little pit where the floor is gone, where they got the daggers. Yeah. And I think they have a shovel there for, like, aesthetics for when they do tours to show that they, like, dug up daggers so they have a shovel. Mm-hmm. And so Zach's like, oh, I'm gonna start digging. I'm gonna dig. Stop me, ghosts. It's like, okay, but that's a resting place, and you could be pissing off a lot of shit. But he starts fake digging in this burial ground, and they got knocking sounds and walking sounds in response to questioning while he was digging, so he stopped. They got really cold, they were asking more questions, and they start asking for a witch, because for some reason she's in this room. And they have their... Their EMF reader, which does, like, the spikes, and it had, like, a crazy spike. And they heard a disembodied female voice saying, I don't like you. And it was a female voice, and I, I'm buying that one. (laughs) (laughs) So they're already pissing everything off. I don't like you. (laughs) I don't like you. Like, the amount of energy it would take for a spirit to verbalize something and then to just be like, okay, you've got one thing to say, you better make it matter. I hope the spirit had, yeah, I I hope that they were resting until they, like, heard them and then it came up, it did one thing ever to haunt this place and that was it and then it stopped forever. That was I hope it was a spirit that has been tormented and trying to tell its story Mm. for millennia and then it gets one chance to be recorded and they're just like fuck it i don't like you okay shit okay yeah shit i blew it but I was like i gonna fuck. say my name but this is more important this is more important i need you to know i don't like you uh, they should have said women despise you oh god i love it you will die unloved. I'm sorry, but I had to. I'm so okay. I'm Can done. You imagine they're like, oh, there's that's the incubus. There's a demon here. Nope, it's just Susie. <laughs> just telling it like it is. I don't even haunt here. I haunt the Abbey down the street. <laughs> I flew in from Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> I knew you were coming here today. Um. So. They move upstairs, because I think when stuff starts to happen, they get scared, and so they go to a different room, because they don't (laughs) stay in one room for very long. (laughs) So they go upstairs, and they go to the area where the owner had his little episode, his moment. Mm, Right. And His little senior moment. (laughs) (laughs) They're taking me over. It's like, okay. Who are you? Nobody. I've seen people get taken over, and it's not <laughs> like that generally. Mm-mm. So they're calling out the spirit, just taunting it, being Zach, being rude. Um, they hear a loud noise, and it's coming from the owner's bedroom, and they go to that camera, and you, it captured like a slamming door. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it seems like a lot of what's happening when they get audio is either it's happening in the room and they leave immediately, <laughs> or it happens in a different room. Mm-hmm. And I think that happens next. They, um, oh my God. Yeah, that's exactly what happened next. They, um, they get really excited, but they calm themselves down and they're like, we don't want to get excited by these pathetic noises. We want you to do more. Show us more. We don't want you to think this is it. And they actually <laughs> try to get the ghost angry by um, saying, like, you want us to go back to America and say that British ghosts are really the best kind of ghosts, don't you? Like, you need to prove to us that British ghosts are so scary. And it's like, don't use your Americanness to piss off Brit. Like, what do you, what do you? Also, if these ghosts are from they don't even know 1100. What they have no idea what you're talking about. Columbus hadn't even sailed the ocean blue yet. In 1492 yet. So don't <laughs> fucking try to use your like, you're not as like, good as American I'm ghosts. I'm from Dallas. You're from Houston. Fight me. That's not what this is. <laughs> East side, west side. It's not the same. <laughs> I was so confused and upset. But also entertained. So... They're trying to piss it off more, obviously. 
And they hear noises from upstairs. And there's, like, an attic room, which wasn't part of the walkthrough. And they go in there, and I don't know if it's the attic room or, like, the second floor witch room, kind of air quotes. And there's an altar. There's powder. There's symbols. Love it. Yes! They didn't know what the symbols were. They didn't know what the powder was. Nice. I don't either. It looks kind of like an Egyptian symbol to me. Not an Ankh, but Ankh-esque. Ankh-esque. <laughs> okay. Um, I wonder, I'm surprised nobody, like, tasted the powder or smoked it or something. Oh, I'm surprised, too. That seems very them. <laughs> Mix it in some milk like Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. A part of everyone's mm. balanced breakfast. This is like aborted goat fetus, like ashes. Uh, Yum. Uh, <laughs> My mom's not going to like that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if anyone will. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's entertaining, though. At least a couple. <laughs> okay, so this attic room is the second floor witch room because there's the bishop's room on the same floor. Mm-hmm. So Aaron is recording. Zach's talking and you know Aaron's not paying much attention and he's like look guys look he caught um and he tried to debunk it and couldn't recreate it but he was filming towards the bishop's room from this room Mm -hmm. and it's all obviously dark lights out and there's his light and you see like this dark like shadow Mm -hmm. passed through from the bishop's room into this room and you like saw the like change in the light like it was dark mm-hmm. it was actually kind of cool i wish I they would I just turn something. the lights on i don't think there's any real merit to going dark except for <laughs> making them more scared and making actual activity more difficult to discern that's very true like who's behind that like who decided they... i think it just makes it more scary honestly yeah they're like we're locked down and it's dark yeah, I think their justification is they like they want. ghosts are more comfortable in the dark, so we're going lights out. And it's I'm, like, I'm not quite no, sure if they know I don't the think, difference. I think it's fine. Like, just leave the lights on. Like, if something real is going to happen, you'll be able to see it. Yeah. I don't know if ghosts are aware of light. Well, I think we've gone into theoretical territory that we can't really address. <laughs> That's some science I'm not willing to figure out. So they see this. They're like, okay, we're going to go to the bishop's room. Stuff's happening. Change rooms. So they go into the bishop's room, red and creepy. Yeah. They brought the alleged demonic worship items. And... (laughs) Cause I don't. Know I bet what, what it are. actually was is some like fucking kid in like twelve hundred was mm. like, "Me papa never find it if I put it in a wall. <laughs> You'll never find my toys." And then they're like, "These are supposed to be used as demonic worship items from perhaps the <laughs> pagan like days." A of teddy England. bear. <laughs> You'll never find it in here. Like a rattle. <laughs> <laughs> they like smudge off a piece of it, and it's like a beanie baby yeah. and they're like after we dislodged a few clumps of dirt it was a multicolored beanie baby item <laughs> it was a Folgers coffee can typically used for demonic worship and <laughs> but was it demonic <laughs> Folgers has got a lot of uses it's not just the smile in your cup at the beginning of the day the best part of waking up is demons in your cup oh no. no. So <laughs> So they're taunting whatever demonic entities are there allegedly or whoever might be there that use these items. How dare you touch my toys? I'll kill ya <laughs> I don't like you <laughs> And then they feel like kick on their shins. <laughs> oh my god No, that would actually be so good. Mm. No, but they're taunting and they hear they capture a growl from their camera facing the stairwell. Okay. And it's like a... Like a... Nice. Very... Nice, nice. They get a lot of growls in here. Okay. And um, when he asked about the kid killer, he also heard the growl. Because he was like, who's the one killing all these children? Is it the witch? Is it you? 
Oh my god. It's not like it wasn't like a fucking druid just like grabbed a village beloved child and yeah. just slit its throat in front of everybody. Like or, this wasn't like nobody like loved killing kids. Like well, okay, I can't speak to that, but I <laughs> feel like it was less of just like I'm just gonna go kill a bunch of kids. Like they did it yeah. usually out of desperation for ugh, Although okay. you can't blame someone for being passionate about their job. <laughs> It's called being a community leader. Yeah, hard worker. You get raises for that kind of thing. Um, or maybe you. you survive the winter, which was a raise in that, uh, yeah. in a sense. In it's the, the best you can expect to happen in those time periods. Um, they're still in the bishop's room and they decide, we're gonna see what else we can capture in here. So they're okay. both laying in the beds, taunting. Um, I think at this point, Zach had put the mic in between his legs and said, um, since this is where you like to be, Incubus, come and get me, or something. I wish that some ghost would have just grabbed his dick. He, he would have not He would be out that. so fucking fast. Yeah, but that he would have given speeches about that. And then he would have held the camcorder and been like, all right, I'm getting my genitals blessed. And then there would be some poor priest, like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Incense over it. Oh god. So he's obviously being him, he's taunting whatever he can taunt. And they captured and heard the audio of someone saying, Hate you. What? <laughs> saying hate what? you. Hate you. Hate you. <laughs> Bitch, I hate you. That's my favorite ghost activity is them just being fed up. Yeah. It's like, I don't like you. And then it's like, actually, I hate you. You suck. I don't even hate the person that murdered me. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) And I like that it's either growls or women being like, I hate you. (laughs) It could very well just be the same angry woman. It could. Like, stop fucking pretending like I want to touch your penis. Like, in what goddamn reality? Is that a fact? It should be, I'm just not that into you. (laughs) That'd be a good audio to capture. Mm. So, this is the point in the walkthrough where they're splitting everyone up into a room by themselves. Nice. Aaron is in the barn where the kid was thrown, and Zach actually said, that's your goal, Aaron, to get thrown by a ghost. I know you're heavy, so it might take a few ghosts. Jesus, Zach! Yeah. Yeah, uncalled for. Body shaming is not okay. Also, especially not in the paranormal community. It's <laughs> not what we stand for. They're already wearing all black because they think it's <laughs> slimming. So, I was pissed. Aaron should have been more mad. I guess he's used to it. That's literally the definition of Aaron. He should have been more mad. Period. <laughs> so he's asked. He's begging for evidence. It cuts to them. Nick and Zach being in the witch's room, taunting mm-hmm. the witch, trying to help the kids. If your kid's here, we want to help you get out of here. We want to get you away from whoever did this to you. We want to help you move on. Which, okay, a kid shows itself to you. How are you going to help it move on? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? do? And also, I feel like if the kids knew that they were going to be sacrificed and they had a worldview about what would happen when they passed over, Mm -hmm. they probably wouldn't have had a problem moving on to the light or moving on to whatever. Like, I don't think these would be kids that Mm -hmm. would be hanging around. Yeah, even if they didn't want to be sacrificed, I don't think they would hang around there. I just, it just doesn't, it's not a recipe. Well, mm, mm, mm. obviously being killed is a recipe for a haunting, but like, usually I feel like it's bred out of like a lot of confusion and a lot of Mm -hmm. trauma. But if like, you know what's going to happen and you know it'll help your community, I don't know that that would breed the kind of trauma that would lead to a haunting. Yeah, you could be bitter about it, but that's not enough to... (laughs) You can take that up with God. Yeah. But but obviously, I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe so. I feel like there's such an acknowledgement of I'm doing this to for a God, so I'm going to see a God, that they're more willing to move on. Perhaps. Because they're supposed to be going somewhere with this. Mm Mm-hmm. And they were, like, prepared to die, theoretically. Like, they knew that was going to happen. Yeah. They weren't just, like yanked into the bottom of a tractor and then it was over and then they just like can't handle how quickly and horribly their oh, lives that would be ended. sad <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah okay so 
They're in the witch's room, and they hear movement upstairs. So Zach says, Nick, you stay here, which Nick did not want to, but he made him. Mm-hmm. As he made them all open the circle and do the thing with him. That's so um, fucking stupid. Did they even close it? Oh, God. I don't think so. I'm sure the witch, I'm sure the witch lady knew enough to close it, but they didn't show that. She obviously did not know enough to protect herself from these jackasses. She was... She was like, I, I protected myself. Y'all, I'm, not, I'm only opening it. Y'all are on your own. <laughs> oh, baby. She's like, I'm going to stand funny. over here. She was backing up a lot. It was entertaining. Um, <laughs> I got to watch this shit. Yeah, it's really good. So um, Zach is upstairs alone in the second floor witch room taunting her. And he caught a female chuckle, which was actually kind of terrifying. It was like, <laughs> Dope! Yeah, I love yes! it. Yes! Uh, that's what I need! Uh-huh. Okay, so I wrote that Nick is in the room where they did the ritual. So they did the ritual in the main witch's room. Okay. And shit went crazy audio <laughs> A main wise. witch! A main! <laughs> you ever heard of a main witch? No, <laughs> not a main book. witch. Not the main <laughs> witch. Not the New England witch. Um. So Nick is alone in here and he captures like a long string of audio there's knocking walking scraping female talking female muttering coughing like there's just a lot of audio happening all at once wow okay. it's a lot to take in it was crazy but then they immediately okay. switched to a different person so i guess it wasn't enough for them but that it was really there was a lot going on and then they okay. go to aaron in the barn and he's begging for evidence he's like please throw me throw me um i know please threw- guys this is my last chance <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get fired off this fucking show unless you please just do something yeah so he's like i'm right here show that you can do it throw me and he caught uh audio of someone saying don't tempt me damn love it's it good. good tempt him <laughs> yes do it and then um zach was cursing out the incubus I think he called it a bitch or something. He was... Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, he was really going for it. <sighs> Typical, patriarchal. <laughs> He's angry because a woman won't have sex with him, even though it's a demon. <laughs> He's just like, why didn't you fucking touch my penis? They said you wanted to. You, were you ugly can't just anyway. fucking back out. I didn't even want you to touch my penis. I never wanted you to. I thought you were gross. Bitch. You're fat. <laughs> oh god yeah so um they all left (laughs) (laughs) that felt like a good place to to pin it (laughs) i don't know if they actually stay the night i don't think they do but after they they left they still had their cameras up and they caught a female spirit i think in the barn saying i'm special well that's a good perspective. Yeah, I appreciate the self-love. I get it. I like it. I am special. You are special. You don't listen to a word that man yeah, said. I'm special. Don't worry. He is, a, he is stupid and aggressive, okay? You touch whoever you want. You are not fat. You are so cute. <laughs> you look really good today. Did you, you look do so something good. different with your ethereal wisp? Ectoplasm. <laughs> ethereal wisp. Did you get a trim? So, after they leave, they do a little interview where Zach claims to have had a dream that night where this woman... Can I just say this is a sexual fantasy? Huh? uh, Just whatever follows, that's what happened. He just got excited by the idea of a ghost touching him, so... I I know that this is his image of a wisp or an incubus... uh, Not a wisp, a witch or an incubus. It's a Mm -hmm. woman with long hair and really long Mm -hmm. nails. Dope. I didn't know how to write this down to describe it, so I'm going to show you. Maybe you can help me. She does this. She, like, moves her fingers around in his face. Yeah. She, like, jazz fingers. Nice. And then it, like, hurts him. And then he wakes up, and Aaron (laughs) notices later that day that he has three scratches on his neck. Ooh. Yum, yum, yum. It'd be kind of cool if something attached to him and was pissed. Oh, that'll happen later when they go to Bobby Mackey's music emporium. Yeah. Destroys his marriage. That's interesting that his 
that he had a dream that somebody was just like, and he's like, ah, and he's like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Just little twinkles in your eyes. Okay. Yeah. So that's their experience at the, the M. I really want a medium to go in. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they to go in. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like somebody just tell me what the hell's going on. I want to know what's really there. Because everyone else is just grasping in the dark. Mm -hmm. Literally, I think. Yeah, uh, I think this guy prefers to grasp in the dark than actually research it and maybe know what's there because he has these grand ideas of what he doesn't mind. There, he he loves it. I don't get it. I don't know. And there's all these. It's like the witch's room and the bishop's room. It's like, who, how do we actually know yeah, yeah. who lived here? Like, do we know it was a witch? Like, do we know that she was a dark witch? Like, there's yeah, there's she, just chill witches. Also, like, was it one guest who came once that maybe practiced? Maybe she just knew math and that's why we <laughs> thought she was a freaking witch? Oh, God. Maybe she cured your psoriasis and... Then you hated her for some reason. And now she's the one being screamed at by the ghost adventures. I we don't know. The bishop's room was a really old worship room because there was a kneeler and, like, gargoyles and stuff. True, true. But not necessarily a bishop's room. I don't think any bishops I mean, stay there. Maybe. I don't... I don't know. I don't know... I have no idea. I need more concrete history and facts about who lived there, when, mm. and how that guy got to own it. Yeah, who and gave it to just, him? like, what it, its purposes have been. Yeah, I want more background info. But it does seem like stuff is there. And if there was a less uh, taunting and assaulting investigative persona, maybe we'd get some more... Info instead of just, I hate you. Man, I hate you. <laughs> that is so funny. I know, I love it. What, what might be going on is some kind of portal, some kind of opening is there. So mm-hmm. spirits are just passing through, dropping in, saying, hey, they heard levitating like, a kid, suck. slamming a kid against the wall. Hey, you mm-hmm. suck. Hey, I don't like you. I hate mm-hmm. you. Later, mm-hmm. like, they oh. may not even be there permanently. Like, this may just be like a passing through situation. It's an inn for ghosts. Oh, I like that. Let's to make it less creepy for them. They're weary, floating feetsies. I wonder if ghosts get ghosts goats. I wonder if ghosts get creeped out. If they're like, oh, this room's kind of weird. I don't think so, but I don't know. You Do- mean by like other ghosts? No, by like locations like if it's a modern day ghost like someone who died maybe 10 years ago and they go in like, an old Ugh, this castle's creepy yeah they're like look at this old victorian doll Ugh. i don't know that's a question for the experts <laughs> i am but an enthusiast i am but a humble enthusiast i cannot i cannot comment on such things all i can say is i hate you <laughs> I hate you. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm always curious about places that are famously haunted, Mm because that's usually a surefire sign that they are not. Yeah, but this place is so old, it can't be. Oh, it definitely, it's got a weird fucking energy in there. It's just weird. Like, I would love to go in and just renovate the shit out of it. But that would be actually probably asking for trouble. Yeah. Um, but I mean, geez, it's like tiny. It's like the ceilings are really low, if mm-hmm. I remember right. Yeah, like, the it, it stairwells was just very, a lot like, to like. They're very short and like Yeah, they were made for like old. hobbit people. Yeah. <laughs> it's just too small. I, I think it'd be cool to renovate it back to what it might have been. Because I feel like he's probably got shit up in a museum-esque way. That might not just be trying to be like, oh, this is a witch's room, so we've got this shit up. How was a witch? I- yeah. But Explain. I do definitely think shit is there. It bothers me that he's here. He's probably making money off of it. He wants there to be all this activity. <sighs> I hate Dude, you. I don't know. I know. I love that you're so, you get so angry when people profit off of haunted shit. I do, because it's one thing to, like, want to preserve and help people move on and, like, 
Yeah, but it's like to use someone's like life trauma and their inability to pass over as like a come look at the magical movie. Yeah, like, yeah. like the that, kettle turns on. I think I actually did like a hotel or an inn where it was like they would do shows in the graveyard outside. And it's like, why are you doing mm. this? Even if there's no ghosts, you're. Mm-hmm. Uh... It's just. It's. It's just really sad to me. It is sad because these people they, need to move on, and you know mm-hmm. there's maybe people, and instead mm-hmm. of helping them move on, because you've got probably you have mediums who are willing to come and see what's going on, and you yeah. just want. But people think that ghosts are like, like a quirky piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, we like it. We're gonna keep it. I think it adds that's character. It's like no, you know, yeah, really, like that's like a human soul that like. Mm-hmm. That soul it's needs to go on its on the rest of what it needs to do. Like mm-hmm. it's not here to just like add a quirk factor to your life. Yeah, I get I get bothered. I'm a I ghost activist. Oh, I want to do volunteer yes. work. Oh, <laughs> let's form a paranormal society. We Can won't you... be able to help anything. I had to but... get a certain amount of hours before I graduated high school of volunteer work. Can you imagine me being like, um, I did 25 hours of helping ghosts move on. How dare you? This counts. I'm sorry, but it's the Lord's work, so. <laughs> it's a little more important than feeding the hungry, okay? <laughs> you, like, look at some bitch who, like, volunteered at the ASPCA. And you're like, oh, that's cool. I guess that works. <laughs> I'm doing a little bit more impactful work, but it's fine. I found an incubus last night. She, didn't she was really me. hot, but I was like, not interested. <laughs> there was this episode of Baggage. Mm. Baggage is an unbelievable, fantastic show. Yeah, it is. Hosted by Jerry Springer. Yes. You've seen Baggage, right? Yeah. Have you seen it? Yes. <laughs> so people, so it's like a dating show, except for people, the people that are contestants reveal more and more intense baggage about themselves. They like open a suitcase and it has like a little card that like says it about I them. I collect my toenail clippings. Yes. Or this, oh God, there's been some really hardcore shit. And then the guy or girl who's like the main one trying to pick one at the end reveals their intense baggage and then the other person that they choose gets to choose if they go on a date with them. So this one girl's most intense baggage was I had sex with a ghost <laughs> and everybody in the audience was like, Oh, what? And she was like, it was an amazing experience. <laughs> and the guy who was the main one choosing these girls, his baggage, which I guessed immediately. Cause he kept saying, Oh my gosh i was like he's a religious fucko like something's oh fucked up here because he's stuck saying oh my gosh oh no. and his baggage was that he speaks in tongues and he was like <laughs> i am a self-proclaimed jesus freak and i was like <laughs> next <laughs> no sir and then whenever he saw that he was like oh i don't even want to think about what year and she was like mm, it was good <laughs> yeah oh my god and then there's other baggage that's like really fucked up where it's girls are just like i won't go down on a guy unless he showers and the audience is like (laughs) (laughs) and then she's just like sorry like or like i won't have sex unless it's on clean sheets and everyone's like no (laughs) they're like so mad at these women that are just like I have I'm opinions. in control of my life. <laughs> no. I have sexual preferences. Boo. Boo. <laughs> oh, that is such a good show. Baggage is fucking crazy. Oh it's one of the greatest shows ever. Oh, God. I've been watching um, Tyler Henry Hollywood Medium lately. Have uh, you heard of it or yeah. seen it? I've never heard of it or seen it. Please tell me about okay, this. Okay, so Hollywood I, Medium. it took me God. forever to watch it. I heard him on the RuPaul podcast be interviewed. He's this lovely little guy. He's 21 when his show aired, so maybe he's 22 or whatever. He looks very young. He's he's this gay guy. He's so cute. He's so sweet. He's so sweet. 
And Mm -hmm. the way that he connects with the spirits is he has his notebook and he scribbles to kind of like tune in. Mm, and automatic writing and he when he was seven years old i think the first like public reading he did was there was this woman at the grocery store and he went up to her and he was like your dead father your dead husband or whatever wants to say this and this and she broke down sobbing in the middle of the grocery store and he felt bad but he was like i they were trying to talk to me i didn't understand my gift and i just Mm -hmm. told her what i saw i 100 percent believe him he's amazing hearing him speak he's he's so good and the whole thing of his show is he gets celebrities, and he's so cute. He's so out of tune. He doesn't know any of the people he meets. He opens the door, it's Ice Tea and Coco. He doesn't know who they are. He opens the door, and it's famous people, and he has no idea who they are. And he's like, hi. He recognized um, Portia, Ellen DeGeneres' wife. He knew her. He knew Nancy Grace, and that was pretty much it. Weird. Yeah, but he's he doesn't want to know where he's going or who he's meeting. So also he doesn't have a driver's license. He's so adorable. So his assistant or his mom drives him to his readings. He gets there. Oh. He knocks on the door. It's always at their house, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And he just reads them, and it makes you cry. It's beautiful. A lot mm-hmm. of people get family closure. Some people like they have family members nearby, and it's like a message Aww. for the family member. And there's a lot of like family history that's opened up or a lot of closure or if there's question marks around their death it kind of explains it and he's always Mm -hmm. spot on and he's always so good and sweet he's amazing that's awesome it's so good i i really suggest that you watch it everyone should watch it he's amazing what's it on i think it's on e okay so it's actually on like television television Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right i'll see if i can get on that it's so good all right, guys, this has been another wonderful episode okay. of Scary Stories from Camp Roanoke. That was when <laughs> the emotional, slow piano musics would start to play and all of our cast members would come out and start slow clapping. <laughs> I want to thank it's been Jimmy, really great. Craig on set. Uh... <laughs> it's been amazing, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. All right. Y'all have a spooky night. Filled with rest of streams. Wait, wait, wait. We Whoa! haven't plugged literally anything. Oh. Um, <laughs> go right now and give us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. Um, like us on Instagram and Facebook, Scary Stories from Camp Roanoke. Give us a review and a subscription if you haven't already. And you can get merch at redbubble.com. Yes. I think we've done it all now. Send us your stories if you've got them, please. Yes. Yes, and if you have your own scary stories, email them at letters to camp at gmail.com. We love you. We love you, campers. We missed you. Have a spooky night. There you go. Restless dreams of haunted things. Bye. Bye. Bye.